Hi, everybody, and welcome to another uh, edition of Humanity First. And today we are going to be talking about a population in need, and that population really is focusing on uh, elders and the work that we do here at BAMSI. But I'd like to talk a little bit about what this country is doing about an aging population. And, uh, you know, I always think that the, a reflection of a, a proper and right society is how um, that society takes people, care of people along um, the lifespan. And I have somebody who is incredibly well uh, qualified to have this conversation. It's Fred, Fred Welsh, who many people will know. He's uh, our director of Elder Services. Fred, hi. How are you doing? Great. Good morning. It's great to have you, you with us. And uh, we were just talking before we went on air that you have around 30 years experience with working at BAMSI. Yes. Which is remarkable. Um, and thank you for oh. all of that, that service. And I know all of the amazing things that you've done uh, with our Elder Services Program. And maybe we can uh, explore those a little bit. So, Fred, maybe we could start by saying, you know, what is our Elder Service uh, Coordination Program? What are, we, what are we doing in Brockton? Sure. We have two main uh, programs within Elder Services. One is the Dorn Davies Senior Center, uh, which does a variety of things from uh, – uh, in fact, they're playing a very important role now. This year, we're kind of trying to be dedicated to uh, to vibrancy, to get people, you know, kind of post-pandemic, to get them out of their apartments and get them socializing again. Because, you know, the, the issues of depression, isolation, substance use or abuse just went up incredibly within the high-rises and the other scattered sites during, you know, the past two and a half years. So hopefully we're going to get people out, get them interacting again and... Uh, you know, uh, and and therefore kind of addressing some of those issues. Mm-hmm. And then in the service coordination program where we have five, four, four service coordinators, uh, you know, the role, our role in, within the housing authority is to uh, kind of identify the needs, uh, which again are many, and uh, and then connect them with the with the proper services in in the community, whether that be uh, old colony elder services for for things like housekeeping or or personal care needs, um, to tax uh, assistance with tax preparation, um, but. A lot of it is, 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 again, is part of that overall effort of getting people out of their offices, get them talking, and, and uh, hopefully improve their quality of life is certainly our, our main goal. Yeah. You know, I read um, uh, Dr. Murchie, who is – I think he's now the Surgeon General again, and he was under the Obama administration. And I was watching a TED Talk or something by him, and, and he said, you know, that loneliness and isolation kills more elders – than a disease, a, a recognized disease does. And I thought that really, really hit me hard because you think, and, you know, I remember also reading that, you know, two-thirds of elders uh, are not really connected to their families. They don't live uh, in proximity, which, you know, two or three generations back, if you mov- moved over to the next street, then your parents got mad with you right? yes. <laughs> because you were distant. Yes. Um, we live in a very different different time now. Um, and your program really takes care of people who mostly, and I'm, I don't want to say all, but mostly have struggled with socioeconomic issues all of their lives. Yes. 
Yes, um, it used to be uh, maybe twenty years ago that 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 the housing authority population was mostly you know pe- people who lived uh, or owned homes in Brockton or the Brockton area, and uh, stereotypically the husband dies first, yep. and so uh, the wife would would uh, sell their home and and move into into housing, uh, and that's certainly not the case anymore. It's it's. Uh, uh, you know, we have a very large uh, population. Uh, it seems to go in cycles. Initially, we had a, an influx of of uh, folks coming from Puerto Rico, uh, and then from Cape Verde, and now uh, there's a large Haitian population. So it just, it, you know, it increases our challenges in terms of communicating and right. and uh, making sure that uh, you know that we can understand and and respond to to their needs. Um, yeah, and those needs are both complex and basic, right? Um, you know, Bob Fuda, uh, I, yesterday there was an email going around, you may have seen it, about going to a meeting today, and, and Bob said, no, I can't go to that meeting, I'm cooking for everybody. Yes. It's <laughs> <laughs> a perfect example. What's, yes. what's he doing? Yeah. He, in fact, he called me this morning to let me know that as part of this vibrancy effort, uh, he's going over to Caffrey Towers, which is uh, pro- probably approximately... Uh, 350 units and he's going to put on an uh, Italian dinner for them uh, in the in the late afternoon early evening uh, and also uh, have uh, he has a relationship with a local magician uh, to come in he's really pretty incredible so it's really uh, so again yes he he does a great job in and uh, you know providing those activities or to get people out it's just absolutely wonderful. And yeah. I'm sure he'll be wearing his Italy soccer shirt as well while he <laughs> <Yes>. does that, <laughs> which I've absolutely. seen many times. Yeah, I mean, I think when, you know, when we think about the future of healthcare in this country, you know, the cost of healthcare doesn't happen in hospitals, does it? It happens in the lifestyles of folks. It happens about in terms of their isolation. It, it you know, what comes from that is depression, and which creates more withdrawal, which makes you know a very sort of sad scenario for people. You've got 350 units in one of our high rises. Most of those people, I would think, are living alone. But, oh yes, yeah. the vast majority yeah. are single. Yeah. yeah. Yes, um, and. Just talk for a second about this amazing program, which is the food drive that we do. Um, you know, I, I remember when I first came to Bamsey, I was struck by how about what a perfect thing that was. You know, this idea of getting volunteers together, people from all over Bamsey who who come and and help out. Um, but one thing really struck me. Friend, I think I've told you this before. Um, I was delivering food. Um, and this is right in the middle of COVID, of course. Um, and the next month I went and coincidentally went to the same door. And I said hello to the person. And she said, you know, the last person I saw, you know, before now was you a month ago. Oh, boy. And it just struck That's me. So sad. Yeah, that that was a month, a yeah. whole month had gone by. I mean, that is desperate. Yes. Um, and just the thought of what... The care coordinators are doing. They're building these webs, these networks that help to bring people together. Because you know, we're not, we're not, we don't like to be alone, us humans. Oh no, no. <laughs> gonna, I know I'm going to quote a Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it is. And 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 um, and creating those opportunities for fellowship, I think, yes. is enormously important. Yes. 
um, it is sad because even the the need has gotten so much greater and the resources have diminished. Um, or it, it's a there was a situation the other day. I was asked to go and do an evaluation of a woman at one of the high rises, and uh, this poor woman was uh, legally blind, uh, had a severe hearing loss, um, used a walker. But when I went in to 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 talk with her. Um, there were probably, and without exaggerating, maybe 30 plastic bags filled with empty alcohol bottles. Um, She was, her refrigerator was empty, her her cabinets were empty, there was no food. Um, And so we ended up uh, able, I got the brought the police involved, and we were able to get a section twelve to get her to Good Samaritan to get an evaluation because she clearly hadn't eaten. She was a, a, a failure to thrive was was obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been back and forth, you know, since then with the with the social service department at Good Samaritan, who are wonderful. They're doing everything they can, but they're saying, you know, she doesn't meet the criteria for a skilled nursing facility. We can't keep her here. And I know if she goes back there, she said, I know she's going to resume the uh, the alcohol and, and not eating properly. So um, it, it really is a challenge. Yeah. Um, and such a, I mean, that's a, thank you for sharing that story, Fred. And it's just, it is very upsetting. It must be very upsetting for you oh, as well. Oh, goodness. It, it's so frustrating and, and therefore upsetting it uh, um, so she'll be coming back to her apartment and all we can do is keep a very close eye and and you know visit her very frequently she has one daughter who lives you know, probably two hours away who really hasn't been involved yeah. at all yeah so yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, this obviously Bouncy has done this work for a long time, and I will say that it's been underfunded work all the way along, uh, which does not mean that it's not important work. Sure. It is some of the most important work that we do when you consider the um, the, the human condition. Um, I think there's more that needs to be done. Um, and just recently we've been working with Representative uh, Michelle Dubois, who is interested in filing legislation that is protecting elders in their homes. Um, you know, Brockton used to be one of those really affordable places for people to live. It really isn't anymore. No, it's not. And so people are losing their tenancies because landlords are, are, are selling homes or jacking up the rent um, because they realize that they can charge that. Uh, and I was talking to Representative Dubois the other day, and she said people are literally finding themselves on the street yes. after a whole lifetime of not being homeless at all. Um, and, you know, I think there are, there's advocacy to be done on protecting tenants' rights. There's advocacy to be done on recognizing the cost of caring for people in a human way, uh, which I don't believe we're doing now. No. Uh, and it's not like this country is a poor country. It's the, it, it is the most wealthy country on the planet, the most successful country on the planet. And yet we have these pockets of neglect in our society that we're not paying attention to and we're relying on you and the care coordinators and folks who are willing to you know absorb all that secondary traumatization which it is you're you're a clinician you know what that feels like uh we're just not doing enough right no we're not no um 
no, there needs to be many, many more resources. I, I was shocked to hear that the the market rate in, in Brockton for a, a two-bedroom apartment was $2,200 a month. Amazing. And I'm not – who who in the world could afford, you know, $2,200 a month? Right. I mean, right. that's way more than my mortgage. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the we need to come up with some programs or, or, or better housing opportunities. Um, the housing authority is does a wonderful job, but they're so limited. With, with you know most of the buildings that that the, the housing authority oversees now are federally funded, and so the, of course the the, the yeah. list, the criteria for getting in the, the waiting list is is at least a year, yeah. if not probably closer to two or three and then the state-funded units um you know they don't get nearly as much money uh to keep them up to standard and and so it's really it's a dilemma we need we need better housing more accessible housing for for those people that you just alluded to right and when you think about you know what's the fastest growing population in america we know um, that it is our, our elders. Absolutely. And, um, and if we, and again, I think, you know, it is a condemnation of society when we're looking at um, a, well, a well-off society who is completely failing to protect our vulnerable populations. And that goes, that goes for kids, too, as well, by sure. the way. Sure. Um, oh, sure. Uh, and so there's still much to be done. Uh, it doesn't detract from all of the amazing work that you've done over the years, Fred, and the amazing work that the care coordinators have done, and and all of those folks over there. I, you know, I've been I've been over there. I've seen the I've seen the work in action, and it's uh, it really is awe inspiring. Oh, and, great! And we're dealing with lovely people as well. Who, oh who are just wanting to connect, yes. just wanting to chat. And, and the stories they have are just remarkable. Oh, yeah. We've, we, we have some fascinating people, you know, World War II veterans who can love to tell stories and, and uh, artists, writers. You know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a wonderful population that we can learn a lot from. Um, but again, we need more yeah. more resources yeah. you know my my dad passed away uh, a, a while ago he was in his 90s and um, and he lived a very full life he was in the navy and he once said to me uh, he said i don't want to be remembered as this old person who's infirm and incapable i want to be remembered for the things i did in my life because they were interesting yeah yeah and, and and that's true of everybody oh yes um no, we have some fascinating folks, and yeah, yeah, that's that's what I think we all want to be remembered for for what we did, not how old we were. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Well, Fred, thank you so much for coming on again. Oh, it's now you're becoming a regular on this, <laughs> <laughs> which always means that you know um, I love you to come back and talk a little bit more, more, especially when some of this legislation and this advocacy starts up. And uh, I know that next week you're at some event on the Council on, on Aging, right? Yes, a focus group to to talk just about you know the issues that we're talking about. Yeah. So hopefully, some good is going to come out of that. Yeah. I'm sure it will. Yeah. Excellent. So, Fred, thank you so much. For oh, my up. pleasure. Thank you for having me. Great. Oh, thank great. you. Very much.